Welcome to the show. It's Brandon Burns. This is the Team Up podcast and vodcast show. If you're listening, a very big welcome to you and also welcome to this week's episode. We'll dive into that very shortly. But just to remind everyone and encourage you all to review us on the iTunes store, you can also find us on Spotify, Stitcher and many other platforms. And also you can visit us at teamupdigital.com.au and get in contact with us at info at teamupdigital.com.au. So that's enough from us for now, but on to the weekly show. But thanks again, it's Brandon from the Team Up Show, and enjoy. See you on the other side. And welcome back, everyone, to the Team Up Show with your host, Brandon Burns. And next to me is the co-founder and director of innovation at the Pivot City Innovation District, Andrew Hamilton. How are you? Uh, yeah, doing pretty well. And yourself? <laughs> I'm fantastic. It's good to have you on the program. Oh, it's exciting to finally be here. So I know, I'm, I'm I very happy for the invitation. <laughs> well, my pleasure. Well, I think we're about up to episode 10 or 11. So, yeah, I'd like to say that we're, we're getting experience at this. We've now got double intro. Double figures. Yeah, double yep, figures. Nice. That's right. Yep. That's right. So, we've got intro music. We've got an intro and outro video. We're excited. And yep. uh, we're also getting through the guests. So, so far to date, we've had a really good cross-section of uh, entrepreneurs, and industry specialists in our space in tech. And uh, I thought it'd be a great opportunity to get you on given your background and what you're currently doing here in Geelong. Excellent. No, so, very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Well, so for today's episode, those of you watching on YouTube, welcome back. And those of you online on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn and Spotify, um, g'day. Good to hear from you all and uh, good to be back. Um, today, we're going to talk with our guest, Andrew, about his involvement here, obviously, at Geelong's premier um, tech and innovation hub, um, which is contributing to Geelong being one of, uh, I think, top 10 regional um, cities for innovation and, and startups and entrepreneurism. I think we almost, we got top two as far top as two. Top, you know, coffee shops per capita in the world <laughs> the other day. I'm not sure if you saw that. I think yep. we we're one, one behind the Gold Coast, but we have the highest... Yep. Second highest amount of uh, coffee shops per capita in the yeah. world. So, yeah. uh, unreal. Another thing, just plenty of wins. <laughs> That's it, yeah. mate. That's it. And Andrew's actually uh, an international man of uh, leisure. He's, been, he's, <laughs> he's worked and lived everywhere. So, if he's going to know, someone's going to know about coffee shops and the quality, oh, wow. yeah. it's you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll get we'll get to telling everyone about this amazing complex that we're sitting in a small part of and how much it's growing and, and where we're tracking. But um, for the purposes of today's episode, I'll throw to you, Andrew, and maybe you can just give our audience um, an understanding of you, you know, who you are, what's brought you to, to being here in your role currently today yep. and uh, your connection to the Geelong region yep. itself. Um, yeah. yeah, so hi everyone. I'm not sure whether <laughs> to talk to you or to the camera or a bit of both. Yeah, but, you um, yeah I was, uh, you know, Andrew Hamilton, I have uh, was born and raised uh, in this uh, city of dreams, uh, Geelong as totally. it were. So um, yeah, and I've always had a love for the place and uh, was brought up uh, in a very sort of entrepreneurial family and property was always uh, as something that, um, you know, we were always looking at and my father was always showing us around different buildings that he he was sort of looking at and they might have been old dodgy warehouses and in in not you know in sort of abandoned areas of town and he would always had this this sort of vision and of, of how something sort of might be able to be you know he mm. was very much a, a driver of of ideas uh you know and very positive about the future of geelong mm-hmm. um so yeah grew up here and uh, you know and had that kind of experience even helped out cleaning some bricks installing some uh, concrete uh, some sorry corkboard roofing and yeah. all, all the likes so, so very hands-on experience i went you, to school in geelong yeah? yep did you study geelong melbourne i went i went to melbourne like yeah. uh yeah so I, I i finished high school in geelong and then uh, moved to melbourne for a couple of years uh, yep. i started out doing uh, visual communication uh-huh. 
and then uh, yeah, and after I finished uh, high uh, university, and you know, it was kind of I was a cool or trying to be cool graphic designer, so that's it, mate. That's I was trying it. to do some DJing, and I'm trying to yep. wanted to make sort of techno party flyers with my graphic design, and wanted to work with some cool sort of companies. So I worked yep. with. Uh, a bit in the music industry and then a bit in sort of like fashion and then a little bit in sort of technology and some with sort of media, worked in some radio um, wow. and then started started a company uh, doing some TV commercials with my sister. Wow, what was, um, that, what was that called? Uh, it was called Ultra Company um, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. So we did some SM, premium SMS TV commercials. Some, yes. some of them might have been a little bit annoying for some people, but uh, <laughs> that was definitely sort of interesting and then um, yeah, took myself over to New York yep. after, after, you know, mid twenties uh-huh. and, uh, As tr- you do. tried, tried, tried my luck there, yeah. uh, which was interesting, but up and down for a while, um, yeah. was over there when the global financial crisis sort of happened and I oh, really ran 20, 20, 2009, 2009. Yep. So it was, yeah, it was on the ground and when the, the, you know, the day the lights turned off, uh, I mean, oh, not literally, yeah. but, uh, yeah, no, it was really interesting. And then I did a bit of travel for a while, waited for that to pass over and then back yep. to New York. And then, um, yeah, sort of worked in design and then sort of did some sort of urban urban sort of design stuff and some architectural stuff, but then working with a lot of brands, working with startups. Um, yes. You know, I was very uh, much, you know, working in a lot of the co-working spaces and mm-hmm. trying to work independently with, you know, some startups on, on some branding and some you yes. know, concept development and product design. And I don't know, it was a great place to really sort of just invent different ideas and just sort of see where your skill set could take you totally uh by the time i sort of got to my early 30s it's running out of the uh the new york energy that's yep. required to, yep. to live there so i came home and um and sort of um have been you know working here ever since and then uh really have been you know my, my brother's been you know the, the the driving force behind the success of federal mills okay and right. um yeah. and and continuing on with the family property business and and as it sort of started to evolve into the the tech park um you know i've been started to sort of get involved and uh you know and really sort of found a place where you know him and i can can work together uh and that's where the pivot city innovation district was born so Unreal. um hopefully that's yeah, that's no, a that's right. explanation of the journey. I mean, there's probably bits that I missed along the way, or bits that I probably dwelt on a little too much. But no, uh, no, I, I feel like from that I've gotten. Obviously, you mentioned the graphic design and the visual element, and the ability and the exposure to startups. You know, mm. and your and your your skill set and how it's evolved, but how also you put your skill set to the test in different scenarios, mm. and, and and you've been able to test you know where it can take you. And I think um, for our audience anyway. That's extremely relevant because um, there's no particular one skill set that, that meets the criteria to be a startup or an entrepreneur, is there? No. But obviously, we all have one flair or interest or um, ability that sort of gives us the confidence to launch ourselves into that space. And so it's interesting to hear with yours that you've obviously you've built upon a skill and it's taken you to a place where you've, you can expose yourself to other like-minded people. And you mentioned co-working and collaborating. Mm. Mm. And uh, I'm sure you could probably tell the audience that from putting yourself in that scenario and exposing yourself to other like-minded people in that mindset, it's probably exposed you to so many opportunities and scenarios that you maybe wouldn't have thought possible unless you had to put yourself out there. Well, it's interesting. Like, I mean, I, I, I just had a, a love 
for design and you know and you know and but everything that you know it's i suppose creativity you know and it's like everything that's around like why i love the music and why i love architecture and i you Mm. know love the the experience like a lot of now the design industry is about brand experience and immersive experiences and even a lot of the technology behind it and growing up i suppose in an entrepreneurial sort of family it's like when i'm providing a service or working with a company that's trying to do x i'm really interested in what that is and Mm -hmm. how what i have to offer Mm -hmm. can help them achieve those things or tell the story or even sort of you know what what's really happened is that the design industry is is really sort of getting a seat at the table at the inception of these ideas and you know how that works like how the product works you know yeah, like totally I mean, um and with uh, like you know i know g2 innovation over here are, are doing a lot of design thinking training you know like design thinking really is uh is is a method that was originated i suppose in in creative industries but it's like you know it's it's really being applied to all elements of business and even just sort of when you have your idea it's a process by which to how to succinctly articulate it and find what the key strengths and weaknesses of it are totally. and you're really sort of you designing a business ultimately so that's sort of the journey is like i kept being like okay someone wants a logo why do you want a logo what does your brand do what what does your product do how does that work you know you yeah. sort of go in and they're like well we don't know we don't know and you're like well yeah. i can help like you know i'm interested in that so yeah. Yeah, it's it seems a, for a weird place to start for design to sort of end up in business, but it's really if you just follow your nose, it's 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 mm. you can there's real sort of uh, power in in what it can bring. You know. Yeah, totally, yeah. absolutely. I mean, we see it on on from the perspective of with web design and mobile applications in our business every day at Enterprise Monkey, we see people come to us with a similar a similar scenario. They either want to build a new website or build an app. And quite often they haven't asked themselves the question why <laughs> they just think that they need it, you know, to either solve a problem yep. or because it's the next progression in their business. Yeah. And I think what you mentioned about pack, uh, unpacking it and going through the process of understanding, well, why do you think you need this and what benefits it going to yeah. provide? Why would someone buy it? Yeah. You know, and I mean, you know, why, what, what's going to appeal to them and how do we differentiate ourselves from... Yeah the other company that's come up with the exact same idea why would someone why, yep. how are you going to be different and yeah and it's a common theme you describe because it's a process that we all as startups you know and, and entrepreneurs with our businesses it's a process you have to put yourself through you can't neglect it you can't just build something or design something and expect it to work mm. we digress but it's an interesting point because it's a great skill that you've obviously picked up along your journey mm. and it's something that we try to share with our clients every mm. day of the week it comes yeah. down to just problem solving. Yeah, correct, you know, correct. It's, it's literally just approach to problem solving, and mm-hmm. and and you know, I mean, you can you can have very straightforward ways of problem solving, or you can have very creative ways of problem solving. So you can kind of go, okay, what's the obvious solution now? What if we were to think differently about this? Sorry to throw in some other company's tagline, but you know, it's sort of like how do we approach this from a different angle? So I mean, that's as a creative, that's the question you're constantly asking where it's like, what if this was turned upside down? You know, what if this was something that it's like, you know, what if the factors were different? You know? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, Great. it's really interesting and, and, and um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So speaking of design and uh, your current, you know, role with Pivot City in, in the innovation district, um, most of people watching and listening may or may not be aware of where we're currently sitting, but um, I've mentioned on previous episodes, we're now recording uh, in a studio as part of the Runway Geelong Complex, which is um, a small part of the Federal Mills Complex, which we um, which we all inhabit here. And there's, you know, you can tell us more about it, but 
from my experience having been in property for the last four to five months is that mm-hmm. it's um it's a repurposed uh, federal woolen mills they're beautiful heritage um listed uh, type of buildings in their design um it's a real innovation kind of silicon valley almost feel mm-hmm. but we've got we've got a bit of an urban edge we've got grass we've got outdoor areas we've got um a feeling of being connected um and obviously it was known as Federal Mills Complex, but I, I think you'd agree that you, with the rebranding of Pivot City Innovation District, it's now sort of becoming, would you say, like an overarching title and brand of which this complex, Federal Mills, is just one part. There's one several. Precinct in that yeah. Very district, yes. But look, share with everyone your um, your thoughts on on the current space that we're in Federal Mills here and what it's what it's doing and what it's achieved in a small time. So yeah, um, my. Uh, Brother Cameron Hamilton and Father David Hamilton, uh, you know, started working with the site, uh, and we originally got the site in uh, two thousand and thirteen, and um, and since then it's it's you know it it was at that stage had not really been fully utilised for for a number of years. Uh, originally built in nineteen fifteen as a, as a federal woolen mills, um, and you know it, it ran for for many years. Um, you know creating woolen products with a lot of wool from the Western District and shipping them out. And originally was one of Geelong's first major, if not the first, the biggest sort of industrial operation in Geelong at the time of its 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 launch. And the launch was was done by the, the Prime Minister and Governor General of the day. Yep. That's how important it was to provide yep. a, a, a big sort of advanced technological, you know, mm. operation to Geelong and a real sort of job centre. And and um, so, so in 1915, it was considered quite a progressive technological. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely, even even Symbolic. architecturally as well. And you know, and that's what we, we see here. And it's like um, since you know 2013, and we sort of looked at different different types of things that we might be able to do to activate the site. Um, you know, and we, we we sort of believe in in following the needs of business and sort of following different opportunities that arise. And obviously. When Runway um, got on board with with the site, it, it present it was a massive influence in us sort of steering it towards the tech park mm-hmm. uh, opportunity. And what we've sort of really found since then is that that has just resonated massively. And you know, we we have Tribal Education Software, which is a British based company with their Asia Pacific headquarters just next door. Uh, obviously, the continual success of Runway Geelong as an incubator and the regional Victoria's number one sort of uh, incubator. Um, and we've recently signed up Live Tiles, which is a New York City um, software company as well, which has been a big win for what town. Was, but what was that process like? Trying to win um, um, a business like Live uh, yeah, Tiles? Yeah, Cam, Cam would would be the best person to speak to about a lot yeah. of that process. But um, you know, it's it's, it's, it's long term sort of conversations. You know, we obviously uh, we have great relationships with the city of Greater Geelong and and mm. and um, operations like Regional Development Victoria and a number of other. Um, you know, groups, Committee for Geelong, mm-hmm. G21, um, you know, that, that we work with in order to entice mm-hmm. these type of wins to, to yep. Geelong. And, um, and obviously with the, the, what we have with this campus-style feel and this, this unique architecture and the fact that we have Australia's fastest commercially available internet. Beautiful. One, one gigabit a second, sorry for the promo. But, uh, you know, th- <laughs> those things kind of combine with the incredible lifestyle opportunity of Geelong that bring those type of operations here mm-hmm. and um you know and so that process is is obviously like a lot that uh, you know city council and you know and the state has to drive a lot of those things to 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 draw those sort of companies here um but you know we do our bit as far as like exploring those opportunities and finding the right home for mm-hmm. those companies and 
what we've experienced through that now almost exponential growth is uh, that we've started to develop an innovation ecosystem, you know, where we have things like the incubator, we have international, um, you know, like software companies and we have um, local companies. I mean, we have also, as I mentioned, G2 Innovation uh, and we have uh, Insight Logic and we have, you know, alongside internationals, we have large and small local businesses, um, statewide businesses, and, you know, we have things, we have two cafes on site both with sort of fantastic coffee and food opportunities um we hosted pivot summit last year which had 750 people saw steve wozniak co-founder of apple talk in in you know in the big west one um room that we have there and and we have a gym you know it's 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 really about sort of providing more than office space yep uh but providing an innovation ecosystem and and that's really sort of resonated where you know companies don't want big sterile glass towers as much as they used to they want a community and that's really what has been the success of federal mills is is the fact that we are developing this innovative community um not just the same size businesses not just international businesses all manner of diversity of large and small sort of companies um and institutions and um that we can attract to the site and that's been the driving sort of success and we're we're at a point now where federal mills is is rapidly approaching sort of capacity and yeah, well, um, no need to segue i was going to ask you what do you do now that i mean i've experienced it here myself it's it's brimming like this is just one piece of the puzzle but where mm. where to next or if you're a business looking to come out to a space like this and pretty much a capacity what's mm. the next foray well the interesting thing is like i mean it's such a unique part of geelong you know like i mean we're in such a unique location you know the north uh, part of geelong has just sort of the incredible sort of um you know job cluster history as a job cluster and that's really what we're wanting to sort of bring back a little bit or optimize mm-hmm. so for us now sort of reaching capacity at federal mills like we have the former Pilkington Glass Factory out the front here, not the MHG building, but the, the one out the front on the Geelong so is Road that, Is that the building, just for people who may be from Geelong, is that the building that currently has the antiques Yes, store? yes, Right, yes. so that's all going to become... So we're looking at that as that's going to be... We're going to launch our second precinct. So yep. Federal Mills is the uh, is, is obviously the first sort of precinct, the tech yep. park that we've had. Um, we're looking at creating a second precinct, which would be the Glasshouse Precinct. Glasshouse. On the Geelong Road. We get 110,000 cars pass there every day and, and we'd really like to make some exci- get some exciting tenants sort of in there and do the, you know expand the same sort of idea, uh, have a slightly different off- offering. You know, We really sort of believe in offering a, a diversity of opportunities for, for business to find their ideal space. Mm-hmm. Again, that's an, a beautiful 1933 Art Deco warehouse where we, you know, what we do is, is we work with heritage and industrial sort of buildings and we don't do new builds and that's and that's what we've also found is a major attractor of people especially in the tech industry it's like having a very authentic and tangible and tactile environment to, yep. to work out of totally and um so that's that's the next sort of big one um and then further afield from that we're very excited about uh the the power station so i'm sure most people of geelong would have seen the old abandoned power station which is Bit disused since the 1970s, 
Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. The, obviously recently it's been an incredibly exciting uh, like arts art sort of installation and some incredibly talented international artists have come and painted different parts of that building. Yep. Um, but we'll be launching the Power Station Precinct as the third precinct, um, you know, echoing much of what we've done here, but again, offering something slightly different at the moment. So, so just mention quickly, so for people to find out more about the three locations, in, including Federal Mills, yep. it's www.pivotcity.com.com. We've got a new sort of updated website. We've, yeah. we've got many, many angles that we're sort of we're plenty of work to do here, but we've got a new updated website coming out in the next uh, week or two, which yep. will have a little bit more information on it. Have you played a part in the design of that I site? D- yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely that's definitely one of that's definitely in my wheelhouse. This so is, this is my handiwork on Canva. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, which, so, you know. yeah, all three of those precincts together is is what we're calling the Pivot City Innovation District. Okay. So tell me about the power station. So to, to, for me to get this right in the context of things, you went to Federal Mills off Mackey Street, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to continue further down... Mm-hmm. On your right, mm-hmm. is that the power station? That's the power station. Along so would the, I be 250 right? metres of waterfront. Right, I was yep. going to say, so this is this is office space that will be directly looking over the bay. Yes. yes. Wow. So okay. we're still in uh, like the, the planning sort of phase with it all at the moment and, uh, you know, very excited about some of the opportunities. But at the same time, you know, like in the same process that we followed with Federal Mills is like how we sort of engage and, and work with, you know, surrounding landholders in the community yep. um, at large and businesses, local private enterprises, yep. um, you know, that, that, that surround us, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and work together in order to go, well, let's like, let's sort of activate this area that's mm-hmm. that's been disused for sort of many, many years. And the fact that there is... 250 metres of cyclone fencing along the waterfront anywhere in Australia is a bit of a travesty. So, yeah. um, you know, for us, it's just a beautiful, brutalist concrete building that was a collaboration between the Australian and American governments to build the power station out there. And um, what it originally was used for was the, was the power station to power Geelong's initial industries, be it um, International Harvester and be it the Federal Woolen Mills and be it the Ford uh, Motor Factory. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and in my sort of marketing spiel, it's like I would like to think that it's going to power the next generation of, of innovative businesses and well, and how we can even sort of that. collaborate with, um, collaborate with uh, you know, like the surrounding industries and, you know, like the, the wealth of manufacturing knowledge yep. in the area. And, you know, the, the knowledge of the ports and the knowledge with the community and the, the knowledge with that, that is unique to North Geelong, mm-hmm. um, how we can, can work with that and create mm-hmm. something really exciting that, that everybody benefits from. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that, that really um, brings a lot of jobs back to the region. You know, at its peak in the 1920s, I believe Federal Woolen Mills had 1,200 people on site. And for the first time since then, you know, we're on track to... to to have more jobs back on the site than they originally did. Mm-hmm. And with the power station, again, it's about places that used to have a lot of jobs on site and that don't anymore. Mm-hmm. We're bringing them back and, and, and it's, you know, in a, in a, in a very unique way to, to North yeah. Geelong. So tell me, right, with the David Hamilton Property Group, talk to me about the vision over three generations that has existed for Geelong. You touched on it there with regards to employment. And then also talk to me about where potentially yourself and your father have drawn inspiration across the world yeah. for this type of... Well, 
My brother Cameron uh, is running the, the David Hamilton Property Group and just doing like it's probably promo doing a fantastic job. Like we have yeah, yeah. Um, about sort of fifteen over fifteen sites that we fifteen we, across Geelong across the, the wow. Greater Geelong region. Okay. And you know we have a, a great team of partners and investors and 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 um, you know that's that's we we go in collaboration with other owners on buildings and and manage them in different ways. But the one thing that sort of resonates through all of them is that they're they're all mainly made up of heritage historical and industrial buildings we don't do a lot of um brand new sort of expensive towers it's about repurposing a lot of the existing unique and iconic industrial and uh, heritage listed assets that geelong has and reactivating them um for you know a a new generation when a lot of them had fallen into sort of disrepair Mm -hmm. um is that like how can we celebrate them and how can we activate them and have community use and and business Mm -hmm. use and uh, like ah um the david hamilton property group work on on federal mills who won a heritage award for the restoration of that and it's Mm -hmm. like i mean that's the stuff we love and we know businesses love that too and that's what draws us to these types of buildings so talk so that's fantastic so talk me through how if there's going to be an additional 22, 23,000 square metres of office space, is that right? Yeah, 50,000 total. <clears throat> so what you're telling me is, is there is there demand in Geelong for that so that so that we won't take away from other sites? Or is what you're saying that this is going to put us on the map to entice more and more businesses from you know Melbourne, other areas, to come and base themselves here? Mm. Well, that's um, an excellent question. And, yeah. and when we talk about our district it's like it's not silicon valley it's it's north geelong you know yep. and that's where we're wanting to do something truly unique to this area so um as far as like you know the amazing work that's been done in as with the development of the geelong cbd is that, and you know and and the south side with the Warren ponds developments as well where it's like we really believe we're offering something unique and a complementary model of growth for the city you know okay. because so much yeah. so much has been done to bring these service-based industries and government institutions down to the city center and in, done an incredible job at activate activating with the green spine the laneways project and the waterfront mm-hmm. It's so exciting what's happening there and what we're yep. really finding out here is that we're attracting complementary businesses to those. Yes. Those, uh, we're, we've got a completely different offering. We, we're creating the, the fertile ground um, for businesses to be able to grow where they can't afford places like the CBD, you know, yep. especially totally. for the, the spaces that they need. And yep. when, when companies are, are small and they're starting out or they're growing rapidly, mm-hmm. you know, it's, they need space like we're offering out here. So mm-hmm. we really believe that it's like we're offering something not only totally unique to the Geelong region, which adds to the potential and the diversity and opportunities in this city, which are, is attracting an incredible amount of people as far as like lifestyle and business opportunities already. Agreed. Yep, totally. Is how we attract uh, not only new businesses from around Australia and the world, but how we create an opportunity for businesses to start and grow here, which they might not have had if if Innovation District was not here. Yep. Um, because, you know, especially in this area up in, you know, in the Corio area, have 19.2% unemployment. You know, that's um, an incredible, like what I see is like opportunity for us. It's like, well, how do we create a format or a space of, for those people to, to have, yep. have not only jobs, but be able to maybe start a business or, you know, maybe there's upskilling opportunities we can work with 
education institutions in the region to be able to find and develop programs of, of upskilling employees for, for different types of businesses. So it's, yep. it's, it's really about creating something that's a unique um, mm-hmm. offering and a model of complementary growth. Yep. Uh, these innovation districts around the world um, are, are quite often most successful when they are you know, in uh, industrial areas that straddle both high and low income areas and like you know contrast that unemployment rate in Corio with North, yep. with Geelong West which is 5.1 percent yep now those places being three or four kilometers away from each other with that much discrepancy in unemployment is crazy given the city's growth um, so what we have is an opportunity to create a hub for the north and not only that it's a jobs hub you know, gotcha. it's a jobs cluster. Okay, so you mentioned before about how you really want to champion the collaborative nature of businesses being here yeah. and and knowing more about each other and knowing how to collaborate. And in the short time that I've been here, I've experienced it to some degree, but I'm very excited to hear about how, and maybe you've seen this happen elsewhere because we've talked about Silicon Valley, which yeah. is a much bigger place. Yeah. But what excites me the most from hearing that is how I'm going to be able to integrate my my business and collaborate with other people that exist around me because obviously I'm within a little fish pond here in Runway Geelong. We've yep. got you know at least ten businesses in the building already, mm-hmm. but I'm keen to hear how you see that collaboration across businesses and across the power station and the glass house mm. collaborating easily. Mm. You know, that's I mean it's that's like because that's really attractive question. for businesses moving here. And that's, you know, and that's really something that is in its infancy in a lot of these innovation districts. But what they call is this, um, uh, not collaboration, it's a, uh, when ideas collide, it's a collision effect, right? And the more density you have in different types of businesses in a smaller area, the more likely two people are are going to meet and combine their skills Mm -hmm. um, and and create something new. If 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 you're a university student, that's developing a new type of, of glue or you, you know, you've done some research into something and you're sort yeah. of like, oh, this is really interesting as an application and you might meet an entrepreneur or a VC out at the site mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and get to talking and say, well, actually, I know a way that we can create a business case for this and then mm-hmm. sort of you know, adding two different skill sets together yes. to create something new mm-hmm. is a lot of you know, where new patterns and, and innovation are formed. Now, the trick to creating collision spaces is is the exciting challenge you know uh, be it uh, events like pivot summit where a number of companies have started at pivot summit because people meet and we have trade shows there it's we had the unesco uh, mm-hmm. design city part of the unesco design city launch out here the other day you know we have uh, you know we have events with the committee for geelong we have events for um, different sort of charities and business events and charity auctions and and um we're looking at the possibility of also developing a, a co-working space that would be, you know, complementary to, um, you know, the, the operations of a runway. There's a lot of ways we're looking at mm-hmm. how to create more interaction between the businesses, large yep. and small, and 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 old and young, and yep. uh, and and it's not about the difference with with Silicon Valley is like you have a bunch of tech bros you know that you have a one demographic Mm -hmm. one age group all doing the same thing and i sort of really believe that it's like we can get a diversity of ideas and and types of companies large and small um in in the one place and just keep being agile in how we experiment with different ways to get those people to 
not only talk but sort of you know yeah. catch up with each other I, we come for lunch at the federal most days of the week and uh you know and you start to meet everyone in there and you start to sort of stop by and go well what are you guys working on and you know what are you working on and how's that going and you see that person's having a meeting with that other you know person that you know yep. and uh, and you you start to connect them all together and yep. uh, i'm even finding it's like just the joy of you know meeting someone like yourself just through the fact that we had the unesco design Correct. city launch the other day and it's like and now we're in here doing a podcast and adding to the content contribution of the city you know That's so right. it's like how do we we're going to be famous after this. <laughs> so there's a, there's no one sort of silver bullet, but what the thing is is you know, and people ask us, oh, when's it? What's when's it finish? And you're like, it yeah. never finishes. Yep. It's a constant journey, and it's a constant journey of evolution and adaptation. And our really unique component of Pivot City is that we're industry led. We're mm-hmm. based on the success of businesses that are here. This mm-hmm. isn't a big funded operation we've yep. grown organically mm-hmm. and fueled by the success of our tenants but also the success of the fact that we're offering spaces where those businesses thrive mm-hmm. you know we're not a developer that just builds a building and then sells it off and goes and does it again yep. which is plenty that, of that out there there's plenty of that out yep. there there's plenty of office space that's built around that like we're in it for the long haul you know and that's where someone like myself's coming on where it's like i'm not building the you know i'm not looking at the sort of as much as I am looking at the design and the interactivity of the design, it's like, you know, my job is like, well, how do I connect the Mm. people, you know? Yep. And how do we create an environment where that's exciting, you know? How do we put businesses next to each other? So, um, yeah, so hopefully that starts to answer. It's like a a lot of it, if I'm honest, it's like I don't don't know the answer, but the answer is to keep sort of experimenting and that's why I love the innovative space and trialling new ideas and, and, um, you know, and and I just think it's incredibly exciting and and it's not a a brand new idea. We've researched over 200 innovation districts around the world and some in towns a lot smaller than Geelong. Yeah. So it is something that, that has sort of proven it works and it's a yeah. step away from that 1960s business model of the isolated business park out in the woods that you, you know <laughs> you know that, that's all separated businesses now are about collaboration mm-hmm. and we're creating the environment where hopefully they can bump into each other and start something well new. excellent yeah fantastic well before we wrap up is there anything else you'd like to add or share with our audience about what you have, what's happening out here, or anything you can give us a sneak peek into that's coming up next, or um, do you maybe have an inside word on who the guest speaker for Pivot Summit's uh, going to be this year? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying our hardest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, it's it's very exciting, and you know we've had we've had sort of great conversations with Leighton. We work quite yeah. closely with Leighton and Pivot Summit, and, and you know are very excited for uh, anyone in Geelong who's sort of pushing and being as ambitious as that and, and, and having the vision like that. So I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, bypass that question and then just say, it's like, you know, you never know, you never know <laughs> until it's confirmed. Nothing's confirmed until it's confirmed. So, yeah. um, you know, I would just sort of suggest we're really in a stage now. It's like, we're really just interested in talking to, to businesses who want to grow out here. And as I said, you know, we're industry led. So it's like, we really want to find a way you know, to offer businesses an exciting place to call home. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of sort of small and very large opportunities for uh, for some of the new um, precincts, yep. Glasshouse and uh, and the power station, but we also sort of have available space as it were now. So, I mean, even, you know, right. come check out Runway, come and, come and have yeah. a... 
feed a, co- a coffee at the Pickers Union or the Federal Cafe. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot. We're only just getting started. Yeah. And, uh, and it's very exciting. Um, so, yeah, I would just encourage people. I think, you know, that our Instagram and Twitter is getting... Mm-hmm. So if they want to head to Instagram... At pivot.city. Yeah, and, and Twitter. And Twitter is at pivotcity. Pivot City. Yep. So they don't do the dot on Twitter. But, is there a Facebook? Um, the, we're, 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 we're working on that. As I said, there's a million things and it's like, yeah, <laughs> even for me being a very brand orientated person that it's like, it's hard to sort of drop them, but we're, we're really, you know, we're, we are sort of, uh, we're doing a lot of work out here and just sort of very mm. excited. Uh, yep. Cam and I, and Cam's sort of just doing an incredible amount, uh, you know, just with what he's, what he's done is like, we're just like hands on. Uh, with everything and building it and building it with the companies that are here. Yeah, totally. Um, so if you're one of those companies and you're ambitious and you and you want a home and you want to grow, come and uh, come out and have a chat. And, yep. Um, yeah, Unreal. Let's see where we can go. Or anyone who's got any ideas. Yeah. Government, perfect. institutions, anyone. It's uh, it's we're open to collaboration and and um, exploring how not only can we sort of be a home to business but attract you know, design ideas and problem solving, mm-hmm. uh, you know, smart city opportunities with the council, how we can prototype little tests out here and, you know, and how awesome. we might be able to work with people at uh, runway to sort of get yeah. some, get some, uh, get some government problems and see if we can come up with some answers and, and really sort of, um, yeah, solve some problems and have a bit of fun. Great. All right. Well, I'll share a link to pivotcity.com yeah. and that's where everyone can reach out to speak with Andrew directly. But for now, I'd like to thank our special guest, co-founder and director of innovation for the Pivot City Innovation District, Andrew Hamilton. Thank you for your time. Not a problem. Thank yeah. you so much. Pleasure. And, uh, I'll have to get you back on the show soon. Much. No, no, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> Last one. Thanks, Thanks so Andrew. Brandon. All right, guys. Oh, see you soon. Yeah. Another amazing episode here on the Team Up Show. Thanks so much to our wonderful guests. That's it for now, guys. But don't forget to rate and review us on the iTunes Store, on Stitcher and Spotify. And to get in touch with us, maybe you want to be one of our next guests or maybe you've got some suggestions for our content. We're more than happy to hear from you. You can email through at info at teamupdigital.com.au and find us across social media on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For now, thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode.